So what's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Thoughts Pending Podcast. It's your host, Shah Solo. This week, I have a very special returning guest. Third time to charm. Yes, Margie. I'm here. I'm in the building. Nice. Yeah. Glad you have me back. Oh, for sure. You yeah. want to tell listeners about yourself a little bit, or you feel like they should know you since it's your third time? They should know me. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm about to say, all right, um, it's fine. No, no, no. Uh, we go way back, me and Rashad, but um, Margie, you can follow me on Instagram at mother underscore Marge. Find out a little bit more, but uh, yeah, people pretty pretty much know who I am. All right. Well, since you're yeah. popping like that, let's get to the pen and thought of the week. Oh, my goodness. So from your perspective, why do you think it's difficult for people to respect boundaries that they set for themselves? Like, you know, because like, I'll give an example if you need an example. Sure. So it's just like, let's say like you and... Somebody decide to like, hey, we should only talk to each other during business hours or some shit like that. If you want to take it to like a professional realm, mm-hmm. but they text you after hours saying, hey, we got to get this done tomorrow or something like that. Or if you want to take it towards the friendship realm, dating realm, relationships in general, it's like, hey, you know, I know you messed around in the past, but let's just keep it cordial. All right, cool. And then sometimes they might still try like, you know, I was wondering, you know, for old times sake type situation. It's just like. You put this boundary here, so let's try to respect this boundary because the whole back and forth just doesn't seems purposeless to me. So, from your perspective, why is it difficult for some people to respect boundaries? I feel like people are, you know, really into themselves. And look, I'm I'm guilty of it too. I, I feel like we're all human, yeah. so people want what they want. Disregard the the boundaries or the rules or whatever in place that you may have set with somebody else or for yourself. At the end of the day. It's like flesh. It's just like we want something, so you're gonna try and get it, even if it goes against the grain. Hmm. You know, I don't know. That's my opinion. I get it. I mean, you know, for example, I've definitely been in that situation where I set boundary. I'm like, look, we done been down this road talking about like dating a relationship, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know, it doesn't work out. It's toxic or whatever. Let's leave it alone. Let's just be X, Y, and Z, just friends or something like that. And then a few days later, they're on my line, like, oh yeah, da da da. It's just natural for people to try and go after it again i guess i i don't know it's not yeah. right but yeah. it is what it is so i guess it's a familiarity thing i mean i've done it before yeah. too in the past uh you know dealt with women where it's like hey you know uh we good where we're at leave it where it is and then like and then <laughs> i'll say the kind of a caveat not a caveat but in a weird way it's like sometimes you i just generally just want to see how somebody's doing some shit like that and then I might say, yeah, we go kick it sometime, get some out to eat or something like that. And then they all make it to, oh, no, nah, I'm not trying to do it with you like that. It's like, that's not how I put it that way. Well, what if they're like, we may open up, you know, Pandora's box or whatever that saying is. If you I go mean, down that's that possible road. for some that don't mm-hmm. have self-control. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I think that's when I kind of learned, like, yeah, I got to stop because you think I'm pressed over, but I'm really not. I was just being, you know, sincerely, genuinely trying to see how you were doing. That was it. But I just feel like... As I've gotten older, it's better to just kill the uh, interaction or kill the communication because it's a headache. I agree. I agree. But I'm also on the flip side. Mm -hmm. um, I'm guilty of this. I may be like, and don't shoot y'all, but listen. No, that's mean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have been like, you know what? This is not this. You know, it's not working out. Let's end all communication. And a few days later, even I may be like. Hey, I need a favor. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, familiarity or whatever that word is. Uh, and you just, I don't know. It's difficult for it's some people. It's hard, yeah. It is. It can be, especially if you have like a, a I want to say like not codependency, but like y'all have an attachment or you've been dealing with someone for so long for a while. or been in a position for so long where it's like, I don't, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I don't want to move on, mm-hmm. you know, but I, 
think it's best for both parties or all parties involved to just go about your business. It's hard. It's kind of, I think it is difficult, but putting systems in play prior to you making that, uh, separation kind of helps a lot. Like, mm. I've seen it. I'll take it out of dating because I talk about it so much on here from time to time. But it's like, friendships. I have some friends I've been friends with since yay high. And it's like, dog, like, it's gotten to a point now where everybody's going to their own realm of life, whether it's working their jobs, raising their families or whatever. It works for them, which is fine. But it's like, we don't have a commonality no more outside of remember when, remember when, remember when. It's yeah. not on like, well, I'm working towards this going forward now. I'm trying to do that now. And it's just like, we don't have that commonality no more. So, and it's like, it, it does feel fucked up because sometimes I can feel like, yo, I'm lonely as hell, man. I got nobody kicking with nothing to do. And it's just like, you do, you just have to find other people to do it with. You know, like, prime example, I'm from two counties away where I currently live at. And when I first came up here, I had maybe like one or two homegirls in the school with that. I could probably try to catch them time to time, but I had to look into other avenues and just basically network and go out and meet other people. And then I eventually have a little bit of a, I guess you could say, uh, village of people to kick it with or talk to about certain stuff because some of my friends can't relate to what i'm dealing with or what i'm trying to work towards at the age i'm at now you know mm-hmm. so which is not a knock against them like loving to death but you got to kind of grow because if you don't you'll be stuck in that same circle of doing the same thing over and over you know so that's kind of why i see it at like yeah it kind of sucks at the beginning but as you get on and then sometimes too on the flip side to that the friendship could have another facet it could be outside of surface level shit or it could be outside of um What's that word? I'm trying to think of it. Like, basically, y'all went to school together, so y'all had that commonality because y'all was in school, so y'all see each other around campus. But after that saying, like, promise that with me and you. We became closer friends after we got through with school. You yeah, know, you I ended mean, up going to a whole different college, but still. Oh, whoa. We found, yeah, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> y'all are so funny. Nah, for sure, though, but y'all, I'm just Morganites loved throwing that out there. I'm not a traitor. But <laughs> I started at Morgan, then I went to Towson, graduated, got my degree from Towson. Yes, it's Great. true. But my Morgan, like, fam, those are still my peeps. I have never once been to a Towson homecoming, but that's off topic. The point is, is, you're right. We met in college. We met at Morgan State. And there's a lot of commonalities. We were also very young. Yeah, 18. We were very young. Yeah, we didn't have half of the shit we got to deal with, you know, in this super adult life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So shit changes. And I feel like we all sometimes may, or at least I can only speak for myself. Like, sometimes I'm like what you said like i'm like damn i need to get a new circle or i need to add some people to my clique because it's getting a little like scarce yeah but at the end of the day i'm also like i'm cautious about my time so even if i have downtime outside of being a mom Mm -hmm. um it's i'm careful i'm cautious about what i'm doing like maybe i need to do some other i need to work on me like self-care or businesses or going back to school we were just talking about this off air but yeah like there's a lot of stuff that you can get yourself into versus trying to you know chase after new friends or circle it's it's important though to have a circle or a support system absolutely like but i think balancing the the you know adult life and having your friends having that time with your you know just to turn up and have a good time is important so i don't know yeah it, we got off a little top. We did, yeah, but I mean, but still to the point, though, like, just respecting boundaries. Sometimes it can be a boundary set for yourself. You might want to start doing something or start Ooh. doing certain shit, and it's just like, I Ooh. can't. 
habits are really hard to like you know they say what does it take like three months to yeah 90 days form a habit yeah. yeah and then it may take just as long to break that habit or maybe 30 days i don't know what yeah some lines is. either way yeah it's hard to break the habit it's also hard to cut ties from people so i'm guilty of it too y'all like literally it's been i've been on both ends of the spectrum where it's like yep. i set this boundary we're not gonna talk we're not gonna do this that and a third or i set this boundary for myself mm-hmm. and then just you know human nature happens yeah like, i don't know I get it. I don't really hold it over my, my head. Like, damn, I, I'm better than this. It's like, mm, you're human. You're allowed to be in your feelings for certain situations, certain things. And you got to give yourself time and space to get through it, you know? And so. I will say I have been in like a relationship where once in my life, I was like in love, I feel. And that shit was so hard to break because, mm. yeah, you spend years together, time together with family members, uh, you know, on both sides. Like, it's hard to break a habit for real. Yeah. So to be like, yeah, we're not, don't talk to me, don't call me, don't do that. And it's like, hold on, wait, who, who I'm going to hit up for this, that, and the third that used to help me out with this. So it's really, yeah. it's tough to, it is. to really stick to boundaries. But when you do, because I got over it, when I stuck to the boundaries I set to be like, look, don't do this no more. Don't hit this person up. It's not good. It's not healthy. I really felt relief. Yeah. Like, it felt better. Yeah, it felt like you growing as a person. Because that yeah. happened with me, too, with some jumps I've dealt with. It was just like, man, there's, no, there's nothing here for me to gain at this point. What's done is done. The ship is sailed. Let's just go ahead and move forward. Because you're not... You can't... What's that? Tell the truth. Yeah. Tell that, the truth. I was going to say, like, you know, like, you're expecting change. You're doing the same thing, expecting change is insanity. Insanity. That's the, that's the truth. Doing the same thing over and over, expecting something different. Yeah. And yeah, that is crazy. That's exactly what I was experiencing, where I was like, this is not good. We had to, like, you know, break nope. it off, or I had to stop doing certain things or whatever. But, you know, once you finally get to that point where you're like, look, this really has to stop. Yeah. It's gross. You got to check yourself, man. It's gross. It's difficult for something to do, but at the end of the day, like, no one's above reproach. I know I'm not. I don't know. I'm not perfect. I don't try to be, but it's just like, I'll figure this out somehow. So that's Period. where my mind's always been at. Beating to my own drum. Period. So um, this is kind of still sort of in the same realm, but switching gears a bit. Do women embellish uh, from each other? And they do. Does that damage the friendship? Uh, this, though? First of all, let me say this. Um, yeah. This is disclaimer mm-hmm. i wanted to say you send me these whatever and i we look at whatever beforehand before we record and i'm like this man is so freaking smart i'm talking about you thank you rashad is like you are an intellectual because th- when i saw this question first of all i was like i gotta look up this word what does this mean <laughs> and then to break it down i don't care if people can say whatever i don't care we're all here to learn so, yeah so <laughs> Um, I wanted to throw that out there. You're, you're Appreciate it. super smart. I'll be trying, man. So I don't know. I think that I personally don't do that. Mm. You know, to answer your question, I don't want to embellish on or make it seem like something extra or something that it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it can definitely damage the friendship. It can definitely damage the relationship if you're acting like, you know, it's more glamorous than it really is. Ah, yeah. If you find out, I think. That's what really can mess it up. Cause you're right. Cause speaking from my perspective, like with my friends, like I've caught some of my homeboys and lies. It's like, bro, you didn't have to do that. Or even some of my homegirls. What too. kind of lie? Give it, you don't got to say no names. Say no but names, like, course, you know, like, maybe tell a lie. Sleeping with somebody or something. Niggas, people really like lie about this. Both people definitely lie about that. What? Man, that's like, like high school shit. You're lying on somebody's like, vagina and dick like you come some on. people do that come on. i mean come on son it's people that's right. pressed to try to i'll put it this way so it's some people out there that's pressed to uh follow someone on social media or, or if someone's in town it's like oh that's such a baby mom and it's like 
you're happy. You want to deal with this woman or you're interested in woman because she slept with a guy that she happens to be famous. That doesn't make any logical sense to me, but it's a market for whatever you judge. Think how you think. Yeah. But beyond that, though, it's just like, you know, like, oh, I make X amount of dollars now. So I'm buying this. I'm doing that. And it's just like, who are you trying? Who are you trying to lie to me? Are you trying to like lie to me or yourself? Are you trying to convince me yourself? Because it's like, whether you have that or you don't, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it. Because I feel like, like I said in the question, when you find out someone's embellished, it's like, well, if you lied about that, what else are you making up to me? Oh, I know people who will definitely do this. And I don't know what it is, but maybe they feel left out or like FOMO where they, I don't yeah. know, like they have to make it extra and they're legitimately lying. Like, you know, somebody lying, you know, they don't have X, Y, and Z and they still yeah. study I don't know if it's like a, a chemical imbalance because there's no way that I'm like making something up just to impress others. Yeah. And there may be somebody who's there that's like, girl, no. No, you yeah. don't. No, you don't <laughs> always, got all this. Like, always you know, friends. Exactly. Yeah. So why? For yeah. What? I will. I will say it's a flip side to that, too, because yeah. sometimes someone could have uh, dealt with somebody in the past. They might try to say something like, oh, nah, that was just a homie. And it's like, Okay. Oh, okay. Let's go there. Sure, let's because go there. Then. Definitely... That's why I brought this question up. I know you like it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and I do. Because I just was on uh, Shade Room. Shout out to Shade Room. They're, first of all, they're entertaining as fuck. Okay. So I'm stuck on there. I, I hate that I am, but it is what it is. Yeah. And um, a lot of y'all are too. I'm not even going to I'm know. sure some listeners out there are. Period. And I just saw a story today and it was like, oh, girl is like pregnant. This is so stupid and messy. This is 2022. I hate it for us. But so-and-so was on, um, she she posts that she's like three weeks pregnant. Okay. And old dude is like, that's not my baby. We not, I'm not even your ex. They're on the shade room already. He's like, nah, we not this. I'm not, he's posted with a whole different shorty. Wow. So I think this is along the same lines that you it were just saying. Be, yeah. but basically, like you, somebody's trying to like deny that y'all are X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yeah. yeah, you know the truth. You know what was going down. Like, yeah. dude, why do people Can't do act that? Surprised. I don't know. Could be an embarrassment thing. Embarrassment? Possibly, because some people like. I think of it like this. Let's say like uh, we have a mutual friend or something like that. This is out of a, a, uh, just an example. It's like, oh yeah, me and such such, we just cool, we just homies. Next thing, like, oh Rashad stuff with such and such. He didn't tell me that shit. Yeah. Of course, like. I guess you find out however you happen to find out. Then it's thinking like, in my defense, like, well, I don't want you to judge me some kind of way because me and her are cool. And I don't want you to think like, oh, I try to mess around with all my women friends. Mm. That's how someone could think of it. Because I know of some women friends that be doing that with their homegirls. Like, yeah, you know, I'll tell that bitch everything because she be judging. So, you know, I... That's what I mean as far as embellishment with certain things. I don't got to be about sex. It could be about, you might have beat somebody's ass. You might have stole something. You might have got caught scamming since that's always big, you know, with everybody <laughs> now. So, yeah. I need that's to be a scammer. Shit. That's on you, man. That's but, on the record now, so. Whoa. Relax. <laughs> relax. Not a scammer. I'm a, a nine to fiver. All right. I just need some extra money. I get Anywho, it. Anywho. Yeah. The point is, I just, I don't agree with none of it. I feel like if you, if you are who you are, you did what you did, own up to it. Like, it's done. It, it is what it is. Yeah. But I also, what you were saying is, you know, some people will be like, so-and-so to their homegirl. I don't have that type of problem. I, I keep my circle so small. It's like a, it's literally like a dot. I get it. Um, and I don't really even talk about who I've been sexually involved with because I feel like people do that. They be like, yeah, because they're having to tell everybody their business. They got to add some details that maybe never happened or 
act like certain shit didn't happen because they're afraid of what so-and-so might think. I'm, I live a life that's kind of like, I really don't care what nobody think. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you gotta live your truth, man. That's how I look at stuff. So I don't, you can't I really don't... embarrass me with something I've already, I know I did. Exactly. And I be putting myself out there like, yep, this is what I said. This is what I did. Yep. I check out my own podcast. Shout out BBM <laughs> podcast on Instagram right now. But yeah. yeah, like you gotta just be real. And I think, um, but there's also on the flip side, mm-hmm. I, I do like to be like, you know, there's growth and you can like mature a little bit. So I get it if you're trying to like, you know, be like, that's not me anymore. Yeah. But don't lie about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think that kind of makes it seem like, I don't know. It's like some of that. That's like when people can hold stuff over your head, it kind of it can mess mess with you a bit. Oh, people do that to me all the time. I can speak from experience. Like you can, you can even tell somebody your business just, you know, confidant type shit. Yeah. And then people will turn on you. They get mad at yourself, and then then throw it in your face. Like that's why you I got this. I can't stand that shit. So that happened <laughs> like, to me before a few times. Exactly. Like, I don't tell them shit no more. Now you realize it'd be like now you realize why I don't tell you shit. Yeah. Because I mean, now you gonna son, use it. I learned that at like what was uh, nineteen twenty or so. My homeboys that. You said when you slept with such and such, I'm like, bro, that I told that in confidence. Confidence. And now you're gonna throw it back in my face. Now guess what? You won't hear shit else from me. It'll be very short. Oh, that's it's unnecessary. Yeah. Less but again, time. I'll still own up to it because yeah, I did do that. But at the time I felt this way. Going forward, it was a learn lesson learned. I yeah. didn't feel like you was gonna set it back to me, because I could do that a lot of shit, but it's like Nah, going back and forth and all that extra shit. I don't do that too much anymore now. Let's run for a point. You you go lie. What is it? You go low, I go high. Or yeah. whatever that fucking thing. Yeah. When yeah. they when they oh when they go low, low you, you go ain't high. high. Yeah. Yes. Well, when they go low, I go lower. Depending on how oh, irritated shit. I am. Don't be immature. Some, you know, some I'm people bring lie. it out of you. Some I, people bring it out of you though. You know, because it's like damn son, I thought it was better than that, but shit, let's go for the jugular since we're doing that. The gloves oh. are off. Oh, you be ready. You I be do. Yeah, me at this point now, I was like, yo, I'm trying. I hurt your feelings the best way I can since you want to do that stupid shit. You know what? what? I think it's hilarious because sometimes I'll be reading shit on Instagram. You know, you see those memes and they'd be like, yeah, just don't even, your 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 get back is, you know, your money or you level yeah. up. Sometimes it'd be like, nah, fuck that shit. Yeah, you you about to hear, I'm about to empty the clip yeah. on your ass. You about to hear all this shit. Gotta let them know who you're fucking with, <laughs> man. Sometimes you I, do I, I do, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I let some situations go to the left, but for sure. If you want to keep going back and forth and playing them little hoochie games, cool. We can Not play hoochie, hoochie games together. <laughs> Fuck it, man. But, you know, growth. Growth yeah. is important. Yeah, yeah, no. I'd be on the, definitely on the both ends of the spectrum. Because there's certain situations just like, it's not even worth it. Let it go. Let it be done. Yeah. I don't care. Let it go. It depends, I think, on, on who it is. Or yeah, what the you're right. Yeah. You're right. It depends on who it is. And it's like, do I really value this person? Right. And if I don't, cutting your head off. But then there's other times, yeah. You say, for example, you invested for myself like three years. You gonna, I'm emptying the clip on your ass. Yeah. Because, play games. Yeah, don't play with me. I understand, man. Yeah. Nah, I'd be like that. We're human. So, uh, this is kind of out of... Well, actually, fuck that. We'll go to the next funny question. I think it's hilarious. We'll Let's skip the hip-hop it. joint. But uh, what do you think of some wild ramifications from the No Child Left Behind program? And for those that don't fuck? remember what that was, remember George Bush <laughs> had No Child Left Behind program to keep kids like for after school to give them stuff to do basically and keep them educated and shit like that mm-hmm. but in reverse it didn't work out that way Why? obviously how we see let's think about how look at how society is now like mm-hmm. some people seem like they don't do critical thinking anymore mm-hmm. some people act like well i don't say act like but it just seems like the less educated you are the more people are interested in you or it gets more of a spotlight versus being educated and it's not even about talking about going to school education but as far as using your mind like thinking outside the box like i said critical thinking is like 
damn, like, oh, you're a nerd or some shit. It's not really, it's like it's almost frowned upon to be educated or knowledgeable, I should say. Yeah. You know, so no, I, hear I said, you. what's some of the ramifications of it? Because with me, I can see it with, we could try to throw the simple thing on social media, but just sometimes just holding a simple conversation with people from time to time is like, yo, son, I asked you a very direct question. I just want a very direct answer. <laughs> not this whole like, yeah, so what had happened was like, no. So, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like because this is going back to what I just said, you're, you're super smart. You're intellectual. I can, this is not my first time on this podcast. And every time you send us these topics or me, I'd be like, what the fuck? I got to dig deep. Yeah. You're super smart. And I love that about you. But you're right. I feel like some people who aren't as smart, educated, yeah. as some folk like us, they like, especially, I hate to say it, but like the black community sometimes, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like offensive sometimes. What, to be smart? To be s- smarter. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They see it as, I don't know if it's like, it's a it's a challenge or it's a threat sometimes, or possibly. it's like that. Yeah. So when you are smarter sometimes in certain circles than others, it, it can come off as like, oh, you, you, uh, you know. You know like your you your hostility. Yeah. I see. But then there's people that get so much praise and are actually making so much bread and they're like... <laughs> Their their comprehension level is like their, that of a high schooler or something like that. Like, yeah. But they're the ones making it. So I, I don't hate. I, I got to respect the hustle. Sure. No matter what. Like, I got to respect it. If you made it out here and you are barely, you know, passing, yeah. you were barely passing grades. Yeah. Then respect. You made it. Cool. But yeah. then it's just like, yeah, I don't I don't like to be frowned upon like certain people who are really intelligent because they definitely get looked at like oh you know like an outcast yeah yeah i will say there's a flip side to that too because i feel like some people that are super educated have zero sense because another part that comes into it i guess like what you mean maybe like common sense yeah they don't have common sense correct like a prime example is like you know we would know a lot of people that were very book smart but when it comes to like out here how to move and operate and i ain't talking about streets quote unquote but just in general how to conduct themselves or how to move it's just like yo you're like a robot mm. like i can't have a regular conversation with you because everything with you is just Super textbook like textbook yeah. yeah you know it's kind of i think for wait. you it worked out baby because we all know like if you know rashad y'all know he's really really smart just like i i recognize but you also have a different like maybe because of the area you grew up in a little bit of that a little bit of reading a little bit of morgan state yeah they 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 balanced you out definitely it, it balanced you out yeah for yeah. sure I try, but the thing is like i always try to find ways to challenge myself though that's the thing about it like of course i get comfortable doing certain things from time to time but over time i try to find ways to stay challenged because if i don't I'll get bored, and like they always say, idle mind is a devil's playground. I'm not saying I would get into mm. something stupid, but, but you it could. could be, yeah, it could just be simple. It's like, hey, Rashad, let's go over here real quick. Next thing you know, like, damn, I didn't know he was like that. He got locked up. Oh, no. into something like that, you oh, know? Lord. But that's just an example, though, is what I'm saying. You but know? the point is, yeah, like, yeah. you can't get caught up in the wrong shit. If Easy. You are, yeah, idle mind. And I definitely feel you on that because I have been like super, like, there's been too much downtime, you yeah. know, in my life or something like that. Um, and I was like, shit, I'm just bored. I'm getting into shit that I probably shouldn't, I wouldn't normally get into if yeah. I had certain things on my to-do list. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. There it goes again. Whoa. My blinds just fell, There's y'all. a ghost in here. It's, it might be, but it's also my blind. I told you. But go ahead. So, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's good and commendable to, like, apply yourself, y'all. Like, it's not corny to go to school. It's not corny to be in the books. It's not corny to, like, it's, it's actually, like, it's a skill. Yeah. Education. I used to hear that all the time. Education is power. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, we're all in school. <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> we get it. But to actually be smart and be able to apply certain shit. For example, 
Like, and I don't even know if this answers your question. It might, but we'll about see. George Bush or whatever the hell you was talking about. <laughs> no Child Left Behind program. No Child Left Behind. Go ahead. I don't remember that program I'm exactly. I'm gonna Google it, but you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Google word it. Off. I feel like, oh shit, I forgot what I was about to say. But it, this made me think about there. That was around the same time, like if it's around No Child Left Behind time frame. Oh, that was, yeah, there was drugs. Did not work. It did no, not work. No, it did. It, it work. Didn't, unfortunately, look at, yeah. look, at, look at everybody. Like everyone's on drugs. I ah, so this ahead. is what the No Child Left Behind was. Let this us was know. An act in two thousand and one. So we were ten. Uh, was the U.S. Act of Congress that reauthorized the Elementary and Secondary Education Act and included Title One provisions applying to disadvantaged students, basically. So who's the disadvantaged students? Disadvantaged students. I was. I'm assuming public schools here. Oh. Okay. Yeah, including immediate relief beginning in 2002-2003 for students that were previously identified for improvement or corrective action under 1994. What the hmm. fuck happened there? Well, what I was gonna say is, like you know, the Dare program didn't really work. Oh, here we go. Okay, go there ahead. was a federal law that provides money for extra educational assistance for poor children in return for improvements in their academic progress. So basically creating programs for kids that are underprivileged or underserved to help them, you know, get ahead, basically, or help them get caught up, technically, because they're behind. So that's why it's called No Child Left Behind. So they put maybe different after-school programs together for kids, certain classes for kids, for them to catch up with the rest of society, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, the average reading level is, like, at sixth grade. Oh, Jesus. I, I, this was as of recently, you know, from what I read. But, yeah, that's what that... And that's why I made the question, like, what was the ramifications of that program? Because... As we can see clear as day that it didn't really work out that well, oh. you know, like you brought up with the D.A.R.E. situation where don't sell drugs around school zones and, you know, don't do whole, drugs or don't do drugs either. Yeah. But you know how that worked out, obviously, from <laughs> the crack era. But yeah, so um, well, post crack era, I should say. Post-crack, definitely. Yeah. But, we were um, not in the crack era, Rashad. It was at the post, but still. <laughs> I mean, it was still shit. I got bored one day. This is completely off subject. I went and looked up the crime or the murder rate in D.C. around like the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we were like 91, 92. This shit was almost we like... born. Yeah, it was like 400. 400, like... That were marked for like for deaths. I, I don't... Uh, Murders. In comparison to now. Now is low as shit. It's like in the twos. Maybe. Really? Yeah. You can Google it for violent murders that were connected to, you know, that. But yeah, in the early 90s, yeah, it was dark as shit. I mean, granted, we see it now because of social media, but crimes. The thing is, the only difference now, son, is just cameras. Mm-hmm. When people are saying, Videos, yeah, people are like, this guy can't believe this happened here. It's like, yeah, you must live under a rock. This has been happening here. You just have cameras now. So yeah, but that's beside the point. But yeah, I feel like a ramification of, um, that is, I feel that's a ramification of No Child Left Behind. It's like, I don't know. I feel like they create them programs for people to do more shit, but it's like people find ways to get into more, you know, stuff, which know. is crime or whatever. Like it just feels like people don't apply themselves as a collective, I should say. Well, it depends. I feel like on on a few different variables, maybe. Mm. Like, do you have a support system yeah. when you was growing up, or do you have um a like program or activities that you're in, extracurricular activities? If yeah. those kids were in sports or any type of you know, activity, even if it was after school, it helped maybe keep them out of shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, and a, and a, a caveat to that is if the kid really wanted to do the shit. Because, like, uh, I know so many examples I, I grew up around where it was just like, yeah, two-parent household, all that. Get whatever you want, sweet 16, first car 16, all that shit. And still find ways to get and locked up or found ways to get to find crime, you know? And it's like, you didn't have to do that. You just... Want to do it because you want to find out, you know? So that's where it comes down to it, too. You can raise a child 
however you want to, but at the end of the day, they're going to make a decision where it's like, well, my parents told me to do this. I'm going to go ahead and do it so they'll shut the fuck up. Or they won't do this. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to find out what happens. Yeah. You know? So. Oh, okay. I get it. So, yeah. for example, that makes me think of T.I. and Tiny Son. Yeah, that's a good heard. example. Right. Yeah, I mean, T.I. himself. Shit. T- he was a straight-A student. Pause. You that, that your Google or not, that nigga probably grew up in a totally different situation than his kids did. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. my point is he grew yeah. up in some maybe different situations, yeah. a little bit tougher, darker situations. So maybe that's Plausible. how exactly that how it maybe that's how he transitioned to who he is now. But of his course. kids, we literally have watched them on TV. Yeah, they are filthy cool fucking rich and they have a lot of resources. And yet his kid, no disrespect. I love T.I. I love his whole family. And their whole show, all that that movement. Yeah. But his son is definitely trying to be a trenches kid. Like yeah. you're not in the trenches, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but that's all I was saying. Like you can give him whatever, but sometimes they just have to find out the hard way. They just want to. They want to live a certain lifestyle, no matter what they were raised in. Like it's yeah. like you're. You don't have to struggle. Like you don't have to give off this. Like I'm struggling, or I came from a. Di- no. Yeah, like, but that goes back real. to the point. Though I was saying why it was glorified to a degree, where it's like, wow, well. They can get it through the trenches. I can do the same thing. And it's like, you don't have to. You I have advantage, You have different advantages that you could utilize. But, you know, because um, from what I've heard, because I'm not too big on the celeb stuff, but like, I know the rest of his kids, for the most part, Who? are pretty good. T.I.'s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. they're pretty well off for the most part as far as, you know, I would just say citizens, like, you know, regular citizens. Well, because so. his one son has legal issues. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think he's talking about yeah. the youngest one. One of the youngest ones. Or one of the youngest ones, yeah, yeah is facing legal. And I'm like, boy, you're not even a, like, what? Yeah, you can't get charged on the door. He's still a juvenile. <laughs> well, that and he's like, he like you're not a criminal. You yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you didn't have to go out and do all this certain shit yeah. just because you're right. It's glorified or maybe they want to come off as this certain appearance, quote unquote. Uh, yeah. Like, no, just be who you are. Be, nah, be. For sure. I, I was about to say be a Kanye, but never mind. Don't be a yay yeah. right now because just be I, your own person, man. Yeah, be your own person. But the point is, like, he, I, I feel like didn't grow up in such a like trenches type of situation. He, no. he doesn't portray that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Be real. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure you have friends you grew up with that was like that too. Where it's like, or I'll say associates you grew up around, where it's just like. Bro, you ain't got to do all that shit. Or young and you don't have to move like that. Why? What's, what do you get out of doing this stupid shit? Yeah. I go with a lot of bands. Like, I remember one story. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but like, we had, uh, got off the bus from school or whatever. And it was this one guy, like, where our bus stop was at, where his house was at. The guy might have been, I would say maybe 18, 20 years old. At this time, we about 15, 16. So when we got off our school bus, dudes, the size of my mouth at the, at the guy whose house is right at the bus stop. So he mouth off the slime. He's like, oh, that's what it is. Bet. So he called up some of his friends. Three niggas pulled up on like, what's good with you? Oh. And then other homie that says something off the bus start walking down the street, like claim he was calling his cousins from up the road or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, son, this whole situation didn't have to happen. He just got off the bus and just walked home. But you're mouthing up to a stranger that you don't fucking know. Granted, thankfully nothing happened, but it's like those three dudes could have killed you or whooped the shit out of you all because you didn't want to, you know, mind your business. I don't know. So, yeah. People make the choices they make. And yeah. you got to live with those those consequences. Yeah, cause and effect. Cause and effect, for sure. Mm. Like, stick to what you, you, the decision you wanted to, you know, go on. Like, yeah. if you want to voice off, you know, mouth off or whatever, then you better stand by that. Absolutely. Right? Especially if you're a teenager trying to argue with a young adult. Like, right. It's just not worth it, man. Mm-mm. But, um. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, we are. We're going to talk. No, not you. I'm talking about the, if it, there's, yeah. Okay. The 
double entendre, but yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like, what does that mean? You see what I'm saying? Double meaning. Okay. Yeah, move on as in move on to the next subject or Period. move on as in the kid could have just kept going by the business. Human dictionary. You see what I'm saying? Oh Intellectual. My god. I you, love you it. Say so, You're welcome. I appreciate it, man, as always. So, um, I haven't heard anything else about the situation, but I mean, I'm pretty sure this affects everyone in some kind of way. What? Biden predicts that student loan forgiveness checks will go out within two weeks. No, this was from October 20th. Oh, this is pretty recent, actually. I peeped that link. Yeah. So, I... <laughs> it's funny because you brought that up, and I feel like um, the 31st, October 31st, mm-hmm. was the deadline to do oh. certain applications to get your loan or whatever. Yeah, I think there was. It was. Mistaken. Okay. It's, it's too late now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Signed my shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did you do it? You I did it. Oh, oh cool, you cool, got cool. that right. That's why I live on Twitter, man. No, but like, okay, so you got the. I got an email from Biden, whatever, whatever, and it was like twenty thousand dollars removed. Yeah, if you had the Pell Grant. Pell Grant. But if you had extra loans, you can go on and do all the shit. And you had to do it by the thirty first. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was interesting because it's like deadline to do this. It's rushed. It's like last yeah. minute. Like why the fuck would you do that? I don't like that. Yeah. I, I feel like it didn't give enough people. Um, it didn't give people enough time. Yeah, I mean, and obviously okay. that's a reason because they don't want to pay all these people student loans. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> like my whole question was about was like. For one, I thought they was gonna make a payment towards it, but I didn't know they're gonna actually send out checks allegedly, which the, doesn't make sense to me. Who do you think they're sending out checks to? I think the recipients because the they got everybody's social. No, I think they're sending it to like the institution. That's what I thought. But when he said checks, I'm thinking like, oh shit, niggas about to get 20k deposits to the account. Because I was like, boy, that money's gonna get fucked off so fast for a lot. I'm not getting that vibe. And that wouldn't okay. be smart. I'm trying to get your perspective on it because that's I don't good... know. I read it and I'm kind of like I think it's more so directly to the institute. I could okay. be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I'm open to it. I mean, either way, what would you do with twenty thousand dollars? So if Biden deposited if it towards, that into yeah. your bank account right now today. Boom. Okay, so this was going to happen. Uh, I'm probably going to put maybe eighteen towards the loan. Okay, and then the other two can I'll just put towards like uh, while splitting half towards my credit cards. That's it. Paying off loans, basically. Yeah, that's all I was going to go to because I, I don't see a purpose of me having that money. Then I'd be stuck in the hole longer with the other loans. I mean, granted, I don't really give a fuck about the student loan situation. Mm-hmm. I would pay the rest of the minimum till my heart stops beating. Fuck Period. it. I don't care. But beyond that, though, come the rest of my credit is fine. I don't care about that shit. But either way, that's neither here nor there. But if that was how it would have worked out for me, then yeah, I would just go per- towards paying my loans down. Like, the money I can make on the other end of my job, or I can find other ways to make the money, you know? But as far as, like, you know, like, how it was with the, um... What is the Stimulus. The stimulus checks, with well, that wild shit, like... You know what? I, it's so funny. What? what? What happened to your stimulus payments? Oh, well, one went towards paying the rest of my car. I only had, like, a, about a band left on that shit. So, one went pay, towards paying my car. That was done. The rest of it, I held. Like, I held that shit till about... I held it, then plus I was already still kind of working anyway, so I had to save like seven bands. Right now, uh-huh. is it gone? Is yeah, it's it gone now. Period. Yeah. Everybody's money from 2020, yeah. even in the beginning of 2021, the stimulus payments I have talked to is like, I don't even know what happened to that money. It's gone. Yeah. It's I mean, gone. Inflation is a killer. Son. Inflation is kicking 
everybody's ass. I'm seeing commercials everywhere. I, at first, it was just I, me and my family was talking about it. My friends was talking about it. But then it's like, nah, everybody's going through it. They're making commercials about the cost of groceries going up, the yeah. cost of just every good that you need going up. They need to go up. Yeah. Especially with these interest rates. The interest rates, and, the uh, minimum the, payments, all that I'm shit. I think was the other thing that it is, too. They um, need to increase our paychecks. They're not reflective of what's going on in the country. I agree, but I mean, now we're going towards hiring freezes. We're going towards layoffs because I mean the easy way to see how the economy's moving so you just look at the corporations if unless you want to look at like how our gross domestic product works which is another conversation because yeah. anytime you get two quarters you lost me okay so boom I was playing in, in very digestible terms when you have a gross domestic product or whatever which is basically your money maker for your nation or whatever the case may be if you have two negative quarters of that which is like you're not making any money off of it then that means you're in a recession. So we're That's in already a recession happened. right we now. We are, but they're not going to admit that because that'll drive everybody into a frenzy. Yeah. But of course, the way you want to try to well, try to throw political parties into it, but it's like, no, you guys are hand in hand with the shit. Regardless of it's blue or red, the nation's going that way because the things that were set up well prior to this. Like, is that happening right now? Is ramifications that happened back in 2008 with the housing crisis shit? Like, oh, it goes even before that. We can take it back to them taking away the gold standard because. Money's just printed now. It's not backed by anything. They took away gold back in 71, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, these are just ramifications of having a band-aid put on for 50 plus years at this point. Well, I feel like, you know, you hit it right on the nail because during 2020, it was a pandemic. Yep. And they printed all this money. You're right. There was nothing back behind all that printed cash. Yeah, I think 60% of it that's in circulation right now is from that. So now I got to make up for that. So now they put it, the country in arrears because they sent out all these probably millions of uh, yeah. checks yeah. or payments going out. But it wasn't behind any like um, uh, profit. It yeah. wasn't behind anything. So now they're in arrears. Like it either. wasn't backed by an asset or anything. No service, nothing. So now we're in arrears. And yeah. that's what it feels like. It's like we're, we're paying all that shit back. From and then some, having stuff on hold or closed for a year and a half. Yeah, pretty much. Because, I mean, the, the country just operates off debt. That's all it is. If we had And no I'm about debt, to do the same. You I mean, got go me fucked up. Hey, man, that's on you, buddy. Put that on the record, no, too. No, first of all, what? a lot of rich, wealthy people <laughs> yeah, of course. use credit cards. They're not using their fucking cash no, of course assets. Not. And then you they pay to. it back or whatever. Yeah, because you don't get... If you get a loan off your asset, I mean, you don't get taxed for that because it's a loan. So you borrow against your asset to make your money. That's what wealthy people do to buy houses and properties. They're using other people's money all the time. Yeah. Wealthy people. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, OPM. So, yeah, yeah, other people's money yeah. to get rich. And that's what we have to do. However, um, it's so hard to leverage it's that. It's hard though. to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult to leverage. I mean, if you go to a bank, if you have a collateral, you kind of so well. Yeah, yeah. And that's sure. what it comes to. And that's why I said they borrow against their investments. Mm-hmm. That's what you, your collateral be like, hey, if you don't make the payments for this, we're taking your car, we're taking your boat, we're taking your house. Something like that. So that's all it really is. That's but the I bare have, minimum of it. I have learned you can, you know, open up a business if you have a true, you know, business uh, venture or whatever. And you yeah. can get shit in that name. You, you can. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a whole regimen behind all that shit. It's it just is. education. You just and, got that. And you also got to have like a proof of, uh, what's the one I'm looking for here? Proof of concept. If you don't have proof of concept, it's going to be kind of hard to sell it. In uh, your business, that's why I say you so have to have how a it true, works. Bu- yeah, you yeah. have a real business. You can't yeah. go there and just be like. You I know. mean, a lot of people try to with the uh, what's gonna call it them uh, loans. PPP, though. yeah, which I'm kind of blown. They got forgiven because 
If that Damn, been, I should have did No, I would have went to jail. I just no. feel like it. Because we didn't know what was the ramifications of this shit. Right. If you're scamming the feds, son. No, nine times out of ten. Margie's Beauty. Look it up on Instagram. Yeah, Ain't no nut. game. But yeah, like, I just feel like, nah, you got it. But um, what I was going to say, yeah, um, just my luck. If I would have I been the example, it's like, damn. They sure, I got locked. have locked your ass up. There's real criminals out here. I mean... Real I, I mean, it's a couple that did get locked up behind them PPPs, or at least caught some kind of time or some type of probationary period, which really isn't that bad, but still. I just feel like the guy from Pretty Ricky, I think they made him find him for like First $2 million. All, Why is any celebrity doing any PPP loans? Because Why money, was he? <laughs> money is money, son. For some people. Now, granted, you know, everybody's situation there, but it's like, if I can get an extra $2 million on top of what I already make, why not, you know? That's, that's just how it goes. You know, greed kicks into it. Lifestyle kicks into it. Lifestyle. We don't know what Slim was doing behind scenes, but he caught a little bit of time behind that, you know. Who is this? Wasn't it Baby Blue? One of them guys? God dang it. Let me Google that you while don't we have think. To. Okay, um, cool. You ain't worry about it. I ain't either. You got to tell me twice. Yeah. Shit. But, um, yeah. So, since we're already talking about loans and all that shit, debt from dating, which I thought like was a pretty cool stuff to talk about. Ooh, so, yes. CNBC reported that. 22% of millennials are going into debt from dating. Everything's getting more expensive. Yeah, obviously. You go first. But, oh, I feel like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of hits for some people. doesn't hit that bad for me because, I mean, when it comes to dating for me, I have a problem paying for shit because if I ask the woman out, then I feel like I'm kind of obligated to do Period. whatever. But at the Period. same time, I'm not killing myself to go dating. Like, I'm not, um, you know, taking out loans or... Exing, some people probably do that shit. I'm sure. I don't fucking know, son. But I'm also not um, charging my credit card to the point where it's like, damn, I can't afford to keep going here. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I gotta be cognizant of the people you're dealing with. Like, um, first of all, is it leading to anything? So yeah, I mean, money investing towards this relationship. It, it could be. It's, I mean, you know, depending if you dating multiple people at the same time, then it could, you know, okay. add up over time. That's your I business. Mean, yeah, I mean, it's just an example. I mean, I did that in my 20s. I'm past that point in my life now. I don't really care. But, um, yeah, somebody said here, like, um, on average, dates go for about $81 to $91 a, a mm-hmm. date or whatever, which mm-hmm. does add up. Oh, never mind. Uh, they said it's been an average of $104 a date. So, you multiply it by five. That's about five oh, well, five or some change, give or take. I'm you do on math. Weekly. Yeah, if you do it on a weekly basis or whatever. Or, I it, mean. It definitely is. It adds um, up. Actually, that's pretty low, I feel like, due to the inflation right now. But yeah, yeah say $50 a plate when you go out to eat, get a drink, or whatever. Yeah. Per person. And then you want to put gratuity tip, in there right. or a tip, whatever. So, that's, that's why I'm like, 104 is kind of low. But yeah, it definitely adds up because. You're right, and and they're right. Um, dating is expensive because of all the extra costs yeah. added to everything right now. And um, I feel like a lot of places are short staffed, so they're you know paying the people they have higher. So bit. the the prices are just going up everywhere you go. Yeah, the cost of everything is going going up pretty much going up as far as getting the foods you know from the yeah. farmers or whatever they get their their supply from. That's going right. to cost more money, you know, because of. A whole nother conversation. We're talking about that off air. But um yeah, yeah everything's no, it, getting expensive. Everything is getting expensive. Fertilizers are getting expensive. So when fertilizers are getting expensive, that cost gets pushed down to everybody else. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like if you are serious about the person you're you're dating and mm-hmm. spending all this bread on 104, <laughs> um, I think it should be worth something. There should be, uh, are we in a relationship? Is this leading towards a relationship? Is this leading towards, maybe some of y'all niggas just want to, you just want to fuck. Maybe the girl just want to fuck. The guy, guy, I don't know, whoever. And as long as that 
is your result is what you want it to be, I mm-hmm. feel like it should be, it's fine. But it's definitely out of hand. We can't do anything about it, though. We can't yeah. change the prices. We can't ask them to make it what we want it to be. And then, or you just don't go on a date. Not only that, I mean, it just really comes down to who you're dating. Because I've dated women that wanted to go out to eat. I've dated women that just wanted to just kick it on something slight from time to time. I mean, of course, going out to eat is usually like the first thing to do. But then after y'all get to know each other more, I'm sure it's like, we can come by whatever, or we can go hiking, or we can go do, do something wine. free. No, it doesn't have to be something free. Oh. I'm saying, but it could be uh, going wine tasting or some shit like that, which really isn't that expensive, really, depending on where you go. But it's other things that you can do outside of going out to eat or whatever. Top golf, gun range. Shit, top golf has uh, a bitch, but gun range actually, is bad. Yeah, you're right. Top golf And their service is trash. Really? For which me. one have you been to? We'll talk about that off air. Okay. But one of them definitely pissed me the fuck off. I ain't been back in a year. <laughs> they getting like a weak ass 10% discount. I'm like, 10% ain't shit but tax, nigga. Oh so, my gosh. But yeah, gun range is cool too. I mean, if people are into it, some people I don't know, are afraid. I'm just, I'm I've done it before. I wanted to get gun range. It was cool. We had paint a blast. and sip. Paint and paint sip. Paint and sip ain't that bad. I just haven't done that yet either. Damn. It's actually a lot of I believe it. I'm going to have you turned in there, painting your ass off. I'm going to speak into existence. I'm going to go down there and do it one of these days. For sure. But but to our point, though, this, like I'm saying, there's other things you can do outside of just. But the point is the debt for dating. Everything we just listed is is a price, a pretty price. Because when I tell you, uh, no, paint and stuff, I've been there, it's like $54 a person. That's not including the actual wine that you have to pay for, the drinks, and the food, or snacks. I'm I'm telling you, like 104 is pretty low. And I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I do. I feel like, yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to play, you know, a little bit of devil's advocate and Go like flip it. the switch. Us females, or maybe me, I'm going to just speak for myself. Yeah, there you go. Um, Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to just be like, first time, just come to my crib. Nah, doing that the first time. Grow up. It's, it's scary. Grow up. Yeah. Like, no, we going out. We want to have an experience. Yeah. Grow up. We're, we're not going to your crib. We're not like, but after, you know, of course, a while of dating or a little bit of time of dating, yeah, we don't have to spend money every single time. We can be creative. But in the first initial time, like, yeah, you get to know each other. You kind of need to go, in my opinion, to a neutral like place. I definitely feel like it would be safe for both parties involved. Mm-hmm. To do that. And usually you have to spend money in this neutral place. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, if I ask somebody out, then I would expect to pay. That's just how I feel. But that part. Keyword, I. Yeah. So. Not all men are built like Rashad. Nah. But I have experienced, you know, most of the time, 99% of the time. Yeah. A gentleman or even just a man in general, if he's interested, he, he takes care of the bill. You yeah. take care of the bill. Bare minimum. Yeah. I feel. For because, sure. I mean, I feel like that would be a payment towards something more. You know, it could be a payment towards a, a relationship. Maybe. Or. What? Some action? The vagina. Sure. It could be some action involved as well. That's what, what, you, that what your end goal is. I mean, um, yeah. But I yeah, mean, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, we're like, all adults. Is, man. And I, I get it. Like, you are speaking to a lot of people right now. So, yeah, yeah sure. you guys can relate to it. Yeah. So, one of the last <laughs> I was wondering about before we get up out of here the JP Morgan Coke boat. So, apparently, boat. you don't remember that when JP Morgan got caught with like 22 tons of cocaine? No. Golly, son, you really do live under a rock. So, anyways. Um, oh, I feel offended. Yeah, you'll get over it. Anyways. So, yeah, they found like $1 billion of cocaine. Well, allegedly, because I don't know about drug prices. So, if y'all feel like it's more or less, you can say it in the comments. It's fine. I'm out of that range. Anyway, they found like a 22 tons of cocaine on a boat that was, uh, I guess, not financed, but a boat that was owned by JP Morgan, the bank. I'm not surprised. So, neither, neither am I. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so when that happened, like, the case just disappeared. 
Like nobody, I think this happened like in 2019. Shit. So yeah, wow. about three years ago, this occurred and no one said anything. So now they're claiming that uh, I've former heavyweight to boxer work for JP and Morgan Chase, whatever the bank is called. I've literally applied. Interesting. Go. On. Yeah, Go I mean, on. shit. So one of them used to own slaves too back in the day. <laughs> here in the day, you can do your googles on that. So Goran Gajic was charged on Monday with trafficking 22 tons of cocaine, or uh, worth cocaine. Oh, of cocaine worth over a billion dollars. Let me start drinking. <laughs> worth over a billion dollars which is wild to me but i guess but uh, yeah the, the uh, boat was seized in philadelphia at one of their uh terminal ports i guess or the case may be but i just feel like the, to me for them to take this long to charge dude i mean i feel like it would be cut and dry and not only that for somebody as big as jp morgan or anybody out there you should kind of know what's on your boat so right. you may tell me he was just the only person getting because he's facing 15 years of life for this shit so I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, so he's the fall guy for this shit? Does not mean he was sending cocaine across the ocean himself? Like, yeah. who was the recipient of it? Like, no. who else was involved here? So that's why I just felt like that was kind of strange to me. First of all, if he has, you said, billions of dollars on the they boat? They said over $1 billion worth of okay, cocaine. Because so 22 tons? He, he's not, I don't think, There's no way. No, but I don't think he's actually going to jail. He oh, okay. money, and that's what the legal system is built off of, money. There yeah. is a corrupt system, and as long as you pay the right people, you'll get off. Or, you know, shit will work out yeah. for you in the end. Uh, You're right. That's how I feel. I really stand by that. I get but it. I'm not surprised. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, first of all, uh, white people, ooh, they like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're not the only people that do, but yeah. yeah. I was like, Wall Street loves it. No, when I tell you, I know people that legit go to work and have it in their shit. Like, they're doing Coke and they're making bread. I was going to say, yeah, it's a lot you of shit that even, You can't even do Coke unless you have money. Yes, that's you know expensive, what, what I've been told. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's the rich people doing coke. Yeah, for sure. I'm not shocked and I'm not surprised. Um, and to move money or move drugs in any type of like watercraft or aircraft, I think is extremely risky. If you move anything in aircraft wise, I mean, if you in the United States, you pretty much know or should know they will shoot your ass down. They will yes. shoot you down. That's my phone. Oh, uh, okay. And well, police. And. <laughs> So that's a risky thing. Like you have to identify yourself. You can't just be flying out here in the United States. No, you're they right. You're recognize right. Recognize your. And what do you think they like the U.S. Like whatever different branches of military, army, all that jazz. Yeah. What do you think they do for like a living? Hmm. And then to move shit in the water is like even more risky. It's like what? Where do you think you're going? Yeah. So I don't know. I I think it's really. Um, stupid for them to have done that there were so many other avenues i mean you just said flying is gonna be difficult so i guess no, i forget the boat i don't know if i want to throw out different options because you know that might you know yeah. throw some other shit out there on myself but the point is <laughs> yeah you gotta find a different way you have way too much to risk and way too much on the line but at the same time they got money so i can't really tell them yeah they yeah. got money you're right and drugs <laughs> yeah you're right clearly because yeah i just thought that was just wild how He's just the one person in charge. I thought there will be other co-conspirators well, involved with the situation. But I guess it's an ongoing investigation, so yeah. let the feds do their part. But I just thought it was really interesting because, like like I said, it's on J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan had to have some kind of knowledge of something going on. I mean, it's a bank. You know, I'm sure they transport plenty of things. So it's just like... Are they hiring is my question. So like, you can go on their site and look I'm it up yourself. Kidding. I mean, so if, somebody, if anybody's listening here works for J.P. Morgan any of these banks, please uh, let me know. And I'll, I'll, yeah. 
Send over a uh, Margie so I can Obviously, give you a resume. I, did, I do not care about that going on right now. I mean, because, yeah. Yeah. But no, I do. I'm not a drug person. I'm not into that, but I am into the money. You I know what I'm saying? You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Loud and clear, buddy. Okay. So, sure. as after inflation conversation, y'all have yeah. to understand why. Go on. I was going to ask, like, uh, I guess as we want this episode down, is there anything else you want to wrap about? Before we get up out of here. No, I just wanted to make sure we all, you know, um, tune into what's going on into the culture for us. And I definitely want to dedicate this episode. I know this is your podcast, but I want to dedicate this episode to Takeoff. Um, He was a member of the Migos. For those who don't know, I know everybody should know. Yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah, we definitely want to dedicate this episode to Takeoff. I think he was tragically killed, undeserved. And it's a terrible, heartbreaking story. So we dedicate this to take off. Nah, for sure, for sure, man. That was a wild situation. Just ah, boy. Well, it first hits, of all, so. let me say this: I didn't even realize until this situation happened. Like that was uh, apparently Quavo's. They were all family, yeah, like basically for the most part. That was that's his nephew, nephew yeah. and I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. they were just really, 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 really good friends. Nah, because <laughs> I think the uh, what's his name, Offset's their cousin. That's their cousin. That's yeah. why I'm like they're legit all family. Yeah, so for sure. that's why it lasted so long, and I just feel it's terrible. Nah. I hate to talk about death. I've nah. been there, done that. It's a terrible subject, for sure. but I just want to you know dedicate it to him because. Because Migos was definitely part of my culture growing up, yeah. college, oh. all that shit. So shout parties, out to them. Man. For sure. Rest in, peace. rest in peace for sure, man. That was very unfortunate. I just hope that uh, all parties involved can find some kind of way to just, uh, I guess, deal with it deal yeah. with it and move forward. It's all you can really do when stuff like that occurs, especially so abruptly. Yeah. He was only 28. So it's just like, it's almost like Super losing young. a peer. Yeah, it's like losing a peer because we ain't that far ahead of him age wise. So it's like, wow. Maybe anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it's wrong. So yeah. we gotta stop all the killing, y'all. You know, I stick to my peoples. I love our culture, so we gotta do better. Yeah. But shout out to to the Migos and we're definitely sending our condolences. For sure, man. I mean it takes a village. It takes uh time. It takes a lot to get people to really change their ways because, you know, even you know, he didn't have anything to do with what was transpiring to the situation. That can easily be any of us. I mean, shit, we just seen people get aired out at a fucking grocery store in Buffalo, New York. Who saw that? What the fuck? Well, this was early this year, son. I'm tuned in. Uh, to Buffalo? Yes. Wait, what did I God. miss? God. Really There was quick. a white guy that came through and shot like 12 black people. I can't keep up. I'm sorry. It's okay. It but I'm still stuck on the you know elementary school from earlier this year because I do have a child in elementary school. Oh, yeah. School. Like, the Texas so, joint? Yeah. Like, that was definitely, like, heartbreaking for me. So nah, for sure. It's just too many shootings to keep up with. I'm not No, I get it. I yeah. understand, man. After a while, so I was like, you don't want to hear about you it You don't no want to hear about it. Yeah. It's tragic. I, it's not that we don't care. It's just, it's really sad. I could never imagine. Yeah, it was, at a, it was Sunday yeah. night at a grocery store. Uh, what's the, let me tell you the victims here. It was one, two, three, four, five, six. Shit, it was like eight. Mm-hmm. Eight black people that was killed. Some kid went off, some white kid went off into the uh, black community and... Buffalo, New York, and shot like I would say eight to nine people. Like who? Black how people, do they yeah. have access to these weapons, these guns, these bullets, these everything is just sitting in people's cribs? I'll just say straw man purchases, and mm. that's just pretty much as simple as it goes. So. Well, we gonna wrap up on that note. Well, I'll try to end on a high hey. note. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, heavy. You can talk about your podcast a little bit. What yeah. you got coming up with that? You know? Um, yes, I have some upcoming things, special, you know, Guess. stuff coming. Guests, all that jazz. Uh, special episodes, special content coming up. Follow me on Instagram at bbmpodcast underscore 
right now. You can also follow me on YouTube to get the visual at mother underscore Marge on YouTube. Instagram is mother underscore Marge. Same thing. Bet that. Yay. All right. Well, y'all already know you can find me at Shad Solo on Instagram, Shadow Solo on Twitter, which is slowly dying from what people are complaining about, but whatever. It's just social media. It's just social media. Yeah. Um, uh, thoughts pending with no G on Twitter, thoughts pending pie on Instagram. And y'all already know this is all our time. Till next time. And we are out. Peace. Bye.